And I'm joined now by our RNZ business reporter, Anandzaki. Kia ora, Anand. And Turner's is showing some strong results. Kia ora to you, Mani. Yes, automotive retail and finance company Turner's has reported a largely unchanged half-year profit owing to ongoing growth in used car sales despite a wider market slowdown. Profit for the six months ended September is at $17.1 million, up 1% from the same period a year ago, and revenue is up 11% to $185 million. Chief Executive Todd Hunter says Turner's grew its market share and achieved higher sales year-on-year despite the country's overall used car sales falling. Looking ahead, he's confident about the company's position. I think we're very well positioned. We've got a a nicely diversified um, earnings base. I think the resilience of this business will be and continues to be demonstrated in challenging um, economic and operating environment. The interest rate environment is going to impact our finance division. It's just the speed of which uh, the interest rates are increasing, but that will that will normalise and and uh, you know we'll be we'll be well positioned for when that does. That's Turner's chief executive Todd Hunter. The company expects its full year profit before tax to be at or slightly above last year's record result of 43.1 million. Property investor Argosy's first half profit is well down on last year, hit by a drop in the value of its portfolio. The industrial office and large format property investor says its first half net profit is at $10.7 million versus $127 million the year earlier. The result reflects a $23.5 million loss in the valuation of the portfolio versus a gain of $91.7 million the year earlier. Revenue and rental income rose and the company is on track to pay a full year dividend of 6.65 cents. Chief Executive Peter Mintz says the result is good despite the drop in valuation growth. Understanding that we've got a rising interest rate environment, you expect to see some softening in property values by that. But the vast majority of that softening, for us at least, has been offset by some pretty solid rental growth through the industrial and through the commercial office market, equally in in some of our bulk retail holdings. And some of that rental growth has certainly been driven by what we're seeing as a flight to green properties, sustainable assets, and the vacancy rate in green properties is about a third of the vacancy rate in the market in general. Peter Mintz says there's also low vacancy and strong rental growth in the Auckland industrial market, which accounts for about half of Argosy's portfolio. New Zealand has fallen well behind the rest of the world when it comes to open banking, with the government's enabling legislation still nowhere in sight. However, that hasn't stopped some entrepreneurs from going ahead with a de facto form of open banking using application programming interfaces, known as APIs, to connect one financial software program to another. Ben Lynch heads up Akahu, which is an open financing framework already being used by 20 to 30 financial services firms in New Zealand, including some big banks. Among Akahu's users is Westpac New Zealand, which has a 30% stake in the de facto open banking framework. We're lagging in this department, and so I think there's a lot of lessons from, from the UK, from Australia has open banking, and from sort of unregulated markets like the US that that we should and the government should be leaning on to make sure that we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. Uh, hence why we took this sort of initiative and thought, well, let's just get on with it ourselves, um, whether there's a mandate in place or not.
The government has promised to put in place consumer data rights legislation to enable open banking, as well as the development of other digital services, but it isn't expected to happen this year as promised. The Franchise Association says the low unemployment rate hasn't dampened interest from people keen to head a business. New Zealand remains the most highly franchised country per capita in the world, with more than 590 franchise systems and 32,000 outlets. A survey conducted last year found franchises generate more than 156,000 jobs and create $36.8 billion turnover. Franchise Association Chief Executive Robin Pickerel says the construction and home improvement sector is proving popular. We certainly are seeing a lot of interest in the home renovation type area as well because that's been an area of demand through the COVID sector, if you like, because people haven't been travelling and we haven't had tourists here. So for the cafe and restaurant type industry, whilst they're still looking and expanding, they've got certain challenges, which is probably putting a little bit of a lid on that at the moment. Robin Pickerel says franchises provide good support and structure for those buying into business into a business for the first time. And the next survey of the franchise sector is planned for 2024. Well, time now for an update from the financial markets, and we're joined by Malika King from Craig's Investment Partners. Kia ora to you, Malika. Kia ora, Anan. Well, how's the local share market looking today? Uh, yeah, we're a bit weak today. We're down uh, nearly half a percent or 54 points on the NZX50 at 11,387 points. Just looking at some of the movers, A2 Milk's up one cent at 6.55. Auckland Airport's down 15 cents at $7.99. Fisher and, pa- Fisher and Paco Healthcare's up two cents at $20.80. Fletcher Building's up three cents at $5.12. Main freight's down 16 cents at $69.89. Meridian's up one and a half cents at $4.73.5. Ryman's down 25 cents at $7.19. Somerset's down 27 cents at $9.42. And Sparks up one cent at $5.20. Okay, can we just have the headline Australian 200 there? Yeah, sure. They're, um, they're, they've had a good start to the day. They're up nearly half a percent or 33 points on the ASX 200 at 7,172 points. And that takes us to the New Zealand dollar. We're buying 61 uh, US cents, 92.3 Australian, 51.8 pence, 59.5 euro cents, 86.6 yen and 4.37 yuan. And finally, interest rates, oil and gold. So 90-day bank bills are at 4.315%, the five-year swaps at 4.578% and the 10-year is at 4.48%. Brent crude's $84.68 US a barrel and spot gold's $1,738 US an ounce. Thank you very much. Malika King from Craig's Investment Partners with our market update. And in other business news, Good Spirits Hospitality says year-to-date operating revenue is more than $10 million, with venues generating an underlying profit of $2.5 million. The company told shareholders at this morning's annual meeting that the cost of food and beverages, as well as sales and wages, are performing better than expected, despite the cost pressures the industry is experiencing. And we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Marnie, that is business.